Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. All right, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about the basics of macros. And I've probably gone over this in a previous episode, but y'all know I love to repeat myself. So what are macros and why do they matter? And this is something that you, I find the longer that I do coaching, the more that I realize that if there's no such thing as like a one size fits all, everything works for everybody approach. So for a lot of people, um, tracking their food is super effective and super helpful. And so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is tracking your food. And the way that I prefer to keep track of food is using macros because not all calories are created the same. Um, You can eat, you know, 1200, 1400 calories worth of donuts and white chocolate mochas in a day and not achieve the aesthetic and the level of health that you're looking for compared to eating, you know, 12, 14, 1600 calories worth of different ratios of macronutrients. And so very basic, what do I mean when I say macros? Macro is short for macronutrient. And there are three macronutrients that make up foods that have calories. So you have carbs, fats, and proteins. For every single gram of protein, there are four calories. For every single gram of carbohydrate, there are also four calories. For every single gram of fat, there are nine calories. And then you have things like alcohol that play into, they technically have calories but aren't specifically carbs, fat, or protein. It's the ethanol in there plays into it, but we're not talking about alcohol today. Um, so what do these different things do for your body? Well, you have protein that is essential for so many bodily functions, right? Muscles, um, brain health, recovery, immunity, blood, organs, um, mood, health, blood sugar, stabilization, all of that. And so making sure that you are consuming an adequate amount of protein is essential to achieving a healthy, balanced body and lifestyle. Uh, Personally, I like to set or have my clients aim for one gram per pound, one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. And For a lot of people, that's kind of like, what is your goal weight would be what you should be aiming for in grams of protein per day. And some of you are like, what? Uh, That's so much. It is. um, And you're probably not going to hit it all the time. Granted, once you start eating more protein, I feel like it's easier to eat more protein. Uh, Your body just feels better with more of it. And again, excuse me, if you go back to like hundreds of years ago, what would their diets have consisted of, right? Our hunter-gatherer 
ancestors would have been eating a diet predominantly of animals that they caught, killed, harvested, whatever, and plants. And so the protein content would have been quite high for a significant amount of the population. Um, you know, you fish, you eat eggs, you eat, you know, meat. Um, and so the, a, a lot of their diet would have been protein. And if you look back at pictures of, you know, early settlers or ancient people groups, they were not obese like we are now. And so I would just throw caution to the wind that if you're balking at, you know, oh my gosh, so much protein is unhealthy. Mm, is it though? Um, the research doesn't suggest that. Uh, the only really contraindication to a high, high protein diet is if you have, you know, a severe kidney issue. Uh, the kidneys are responsible for kind of filtering some of those protein byproducts. And if you have some problems or concerns, conditions with your kidneys, that can be, um, that can be a contraindication to a high protein diet. But for the majority of people, they, we feel better, our bodies work better, function better on a higher protein diet. And animal protein, contrary to what people believe, um, is easily and, and readily utilized by the body as, com as compared to, um, you know, kind of these meat alternatives um, that have to go through a significant amount of processing generally for, um, for the, the, the taste and the aesthetic that they look to achieve. Um, you're better off with a simple single ingredient food like chicken. Like the only ingredient in a chicken breast is chicken breast, right? As compared to, you know, a fake chicken that has, I don't even know how many ingredients and what had to happen to them to make it kind of want to be like a chicken. So protein is huge. Um, it will help to stabilize blood sugars. It will help to re repair muscle fibers that are damaged during workouts. And when I say damaged you're not injuring yourself in these workouts. You are creating these micro tears, right? When you lift heavy things, there are micro tears that happen in your muscles. And that recovery process is what lays down the foundation for more muscle to be built. And I know that we've talked about this in previous episodes as well, but the more muscle that you have on your body, the more lean mass you have, the more metabolically active you're going to be at rest. Your muscle is an active tissue as compared to body fat that is really not. Um, and so you're gonna need more calories. You're gonna burn more calories when you're not exercising if you have more lean mass on your body. Um, it also helps to protect bones, um, all of that. So more muscle, the better. Um, then we move into fats. And fats are essential for the utilization of several vitamins. There are certain vitamins that are fat soluble, not water soluble. And so if you have a deficiency in fat, if you're eating a diet that is too low in fat, you can become, um, you can have these toxic levels of these vitamins in the body because there's nowhere for them to go. There's nowhere for them to be absorbed. They need that fat in the diet in order to be utilized by the body. So you know, you, it's, it's possible to overconsume vitamins, uh, certain vitamins that need fat in the body. And if you are not consuming enough fat in your diet, 
you will accumulate this, these vitamins in your, in the body. And that can be no bueno. So fat, not all fat is created equal. Again, there are different ones. That's a whole nother episode for another day. You, again, I suggest that you look for things that at what point had a mother or grew in the ground, things like seeds, nuts, um, plant oils, right? Olive oils, um, nut butters, seeds, avocados, olives, flaxseed, um, eggs, shrimp, fatty fish, those sorts of things are all really good sources of fat. And you want to have a good mix of omega-6 and omega-3s. Um, again, it's a whole nother topic, but when you have that balance of six and three in the body, it helps to create that perfect balance for mitigating and managing inflammation. And if you are too high in one compared to the other, you can experience kind of these um, side effects from, sorry, I'm watching my kid play lacrosse and it's distracting me. You can experience side effects from, you know, having too much inflammation or too little. You want, inflammation is a healthy response in the body, but you don't want so much of it that it's detrimental, um, but you need it for recovery and recuperation, um, re, you know, recovering from injury, repairing muscles, healing, immunity, all of that. So omega-3, omega-6 are both important. Don't go too heavy on one over the other. Um, as a Western diet, we tend to be higher in the omega-6s, so I would advise you to look for some sort of fish oil that has an omega-3 content in it that would bump up that omega-3 uh, ratio for you. Um, and then we move into carbohydrates. And oh, one more thing about fat. It is the most nutrient calorically dense of the three macros. Um, this is where things get tricky for a lot of people. They'll see something on a label, you know, peanut butter, for example, or a trail mix, and they'll, it'll say, you know, high protein. If it is high protein, the protein will be the highest of the three macros. So if you flip that label, that package over and look at the nutrition label, you should be able to see that there is significantly more percentage and grams of protein than there is fat. Peanut butter is a classic example. I have so many people who say things like, oh my gosh, you know, I eat such a high protein breakfast. I have peanut butter and an apple or peanut butter on toast. Peanut butter is a fat. Okay. Peanut butter is a fatty food. It is extremely calorically dense and you are not going to get the protein bang for your buck from peanut butter that you are from like an animal protein. Just throwing that out there for those of you who think that peanut butter is a protein. It has protein in it. It is not a protein source. Let me just clarify that. Same thing with things like quinoa or beans. Um, those are starches and they have some protein in them, but they are not considered like a protein food. Um, but that, again, we can go over that another time. Um, so then we move into carbohydrates and carbs have gotten a really bad rap over the years. But what I want you to think about is what kinds of carbs are you eating? Because we have an abundance of carbohydrates in our diets now that are, I would, they're almost like vanishing calories. You can eat things like Ritz crackers, for example, or M&Ms or tortilla chips or Pringles or Twinkies. And by the time you swallow that food, it is almost completely dissolved in your mouth because it is so heavily processed. And 
yet there are hundreds of calories in a serving. And so if you are consuming those kinds of carbohydrates, it is really easy to overconsume calories and never feel satiated. What I want you to be looking for are carbohydrates in things that have fiber, right? So things that have skins or uh, things that cannot be digested. Skins and seeds are generally the big things, right? Things that have like potato skins or um, berries with seeds, um, apple skins, those kinds of things have that roughage that your body can't completely break down, but is going to create that volume in your, in your, in, in your gut, in your belly, that's going to make you feel full. But the caloric dent in your diet is going to be so minimal. So you can eat an abundance of fresh produce and be hundreds of calories less than if you're having breads and crackers and cereals and cookies and those sorts of things, right? The the calories add up really quickly without the satiation. Um, so macros matter. When you are a spell client, you will receive macro goals based on your current body makeup, your current weight, height, uh, activity level, age, all of that. And then you track it in MyFitnessPal, and I suggest that you get a food scale. Uh, you weigh and measure your food out so you know exactly how much your portion sizes are because we tend to really over-exaggerate how much we're eating. And then you log your food in MyFitnessPal, and that will tell you how much of each of these macros you're getting. And a lot of times people are shocked as to how much how many carbs they're eating, how much fat they're eating, how little protein they're eating, how much they're under eating or overeating grotesquely and not feeling full. They're, they're sluggish. They have brain fog. They're not recovering from workouts well. And so the macro tracking can be so enlightening when people start recognizing, wow, this is how much fiber I'm eating, or this is how much protein I'm eating. And this is how I feel when I eat this much protein, um, makes a huge difference. So there's your kind of macro recap. I hope that was helpful for you. Um, again, I love hearing feedback on the podcast. And um, if you enjoyed the episodes, please share them with a friend. It just helps the podcast grow. Um, if there's anything specific that you like or don't like me talking about, can you gently suggest that to me as well? The keyword being gently. I don't like confrontation, so don't come at me hard. Um, but thank you for listening and track those macros. <laughs>